just wait for that uh, that other beat to drop in. Here it goes. <clears throat> And hello, everybody, everybody. Hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses on all movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kevin. We are joined by two special guests today. We've got GC and Anthony in the house. Yes. What's up? Yes. <laughs> How are y'all doing today, y'all? Feels good to be back. Yes. Honored to be here, man. Yes, it is a pleasure for both of you guys to be here. Um, on the cusp of uh not not the cusp we just finished that shit (laughs) (laughs) we just finished making a short film that was uh for the celebration of uh may the 4th Mm -hmm. star wars Wars day yeah yeah and it's called the hunt yes where uh i played a part in it not in the actual filming (laughs) uh i was the audio guy but these two were the brainchild and the also the the actors in the movie. Yes, unfortunately, and, <laughs> nah, not unfortunately. You guys did a great job. You guys did, you. did a Thank great you. job. We Thank we you. have here. Uh, one is the Mandalorian, and the other one is a creative character. Yeah, an OC, if you will. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> yeah, my character is just something that I've come up with a long time ago. He's he's the smuggler. He's mm-hmm. the the comedic relief of the uh, the short. Yeah, basically. It's pretty cool. Can you get, uh, just give the viewers and the listeners just a rundown of what the hunt is about? So um, it starts off with a, a blue alien played by my girlfriend running through the woods. Really great location we found up in uh, for La- here in Fort Lauderdale called Wolf Lake Park. Mm-hmm. Um, she's running through the woods frantically trying to escape from something. We see that she's running from a Mandalorian, which you all know probably is a, is bounty. He's a bounty hunter, yeah. right? So it's she's trying dude. to catch her because she's a bounty. And um, not to spoil anything, everything away, he ends up meeting Anthony's character, uh, Avin Sosin, mm-hmm. and they have a conversation. And that's basically it. <laughs> that's basically it. it's pretty short. It could potentially be a pilot to something right. else. Yeah, it looks like it. It, it, um, it plays out like it leads to something else. Mm-hmm. Definitely, especially like with it's the start of a series. Yeah. Yeah. And when you guys, I mean, you guys <laughs> collaborated in writing it, directing it, how? Like, so what, what, what exactly did you guys put in? The initial concept and writing and idea was all GCs. He reached out to me because we worked on other projects before, and he knows that I do a lot of writing. So he had me come on originally as a co- console for the writing part of it. But then he decided he didn't want to do the directing. And I, <laughs> and I don't blame him, because uh, people don't realize just how difficult even just directing is. People think it's just some guy sitting behind a chair just going, action, and then that's the end of it. No, it's so much more involved. Uh, and then also as producer, kind of trying to make sure everything's you know together you on schedule. By the way, yeah. you did really yeah, great yeah. with that. Yeah, Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. You. So, yeah, and then we kind of just tightened things up and got it going from there. And <clears throat> is this supposed to be, is this going to spawn any other uh, short stories so, in the future? So many people have reached out to me saying they want to see more about this, this thing that we've created. But that's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot to go into it. It's a lot of lo- planning and location. Every, like, a lot of things go into it. I would love for more things to come out of that. I really would. I just don't have anything planned right now, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. Now, the one, one of the biggest things, because I, I, I checked it out recently, one of the biggest things um, <clears throat> that you guys definitely put a lot of detail in was the costuming and the makeup. But you guys are also cosplayers. <laughs> so did... The whole thing about creating stories, 
spawn out of cosplaying or were those just two separate things that you guys are good at? Um, I'd say it spawned out of cosplaying because my Mandalorian suit that I have, it was first a cosplay. Then I thought, hmm, I like the show. Why don't I just make a short film set in the Star Wars universe, you know? And then I reached out to Anthony and it was history. So I'd say it started from cosplay for sure, definitely. Funny thing is me is the exact opposite. I've always been somebody who just loves to tell stories. Mm -hmm. And I actually didn't get into cosplay until, man, I want to say back in like 2012. 2013, so my wife introduced me to the whole thing, because I didn't even know co what cosplay was, or that was even something that people did. Never even heard of conventions until then. So, no, for me, it started off with writing, wanting to tell stories, and then I got into cosplay, and then the two just meshed so well. How, how, how was it, like, uh, finding out about cosplay, like, people dress up like characters from their favorite animes or TV so, shows? I want to know if we... If we're all online, <laughs> when you find out, were you like, <laughs> so were you like what? I've always been open-minded when it comes to those kind of things. Open-minded, so yeah, so that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. To me, it was just like, all right, so it's like Halloween, but there's just no free candy, and it's any time <laughs> of the year. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's people just showing off their passion. We all have different ways that we become involved in the things that we love, some more so than others. I actually thought it was really creative and cool to see people coming up with these costumes from like nothing half the time, just seeing how creative, that's how I got into cosplays. I'm like, all right, cool. I was taking yoga mats and then turning them into full suits of armor. Right. So it's just the amount of problem solving, um, <clears throat> creativity, you know, just jerry-rigging things together just to create these costumes. It just is really fascinating. What about you, GC? Yeah, um, so I started not too long after him, actually. I started about 2015, 2016, around there. My very, very first convention, mm -hmm. it was a uh, Florida Supercon, I believe. I walked in the doors seeing all these cool costumes, because I was, have been a nerd since I was a kid. Like, mm -hmm. I grew up on all the cartoons, I, all the animated series, you, you know? Bro. So I walked mm -hmm. in, I was like, yo, you, people actually dress like this in, like, in public? That's, that's awesome. It's amazing, <laughs> you know? It's like, really cool to see. So my friend invited me to that convention for the first time, the first day. I went all four days. The second day, I put on a Superman T-shirt, a white dress-up shirt, black slacks. I was like, "All right, I'm Clark Kent." Oh, I liked your costume. You're really cool. Look, really cool. Can I get a picture with you? I was like, "I just threw this together." What do you mean a picture with me? Like, this is amazing, you know? Like, I, I just pulled it on my closet. What the hell? But yeah, I mean, it's seeing the different costumes, seeing how the people put together the stories and everything. How, like you said, you can make something from nothing. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with it. Immediately fell in love with it. Like I've been cosplaying since then. I make my own props and you know, armor, whatever. It's just amazing. Different and ways. Do you have anything that you're working on, like, uh, as of right now, for, like, future cons or anything? Or you got, like, a big expect, like, something that you really <clears throat> want to, like a dream, like a dream uh, a cosplay that you guys are working on right now? I, once I have more space, because uh -huh. I actually need more of a workshop for my dream project, but the one big one I want to do is I want to do a mashup of Pokemon and Monster Hunter. So the idea is, you know, with Monster Hunter, it's always like this very like gaudy armor that's made up of bits and pieces of whatever creature you end up hunting. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the weapon. Oh, so what, shit. So what I want to do <laughs> is come up with a set of Snorlax armor. And so basically just think like Monster Hunter. Yeah. People might have to do searches to get the idea of what I'm talking about. But no, nah, man, I love it already. I but see just it. having like this Snorlax-based kind of armor. Yeah. And then for the weapon, it's the hunting horn. So the hunting horn is just like this giant weapon they carry around and they can play music. Mm. So the idea is for the hunting horn, it's a giant polka flute, which also okay. plays into the whole Snorlax thing. That's my dream project. I have the <clears> materials. <throat> I just need the space because that's it's like it's huge. I, I couldn't store it where I'm currently at. 
I couldn't even work yeah. on it in the space that I currently have. So. That's, that's fucking dope. Uh, for me, honestly, um, I'm actually pushing back on the cosplay stuff right now and, like, stopping a little bit because I want to focus more on other avenues and stuff. But I'm um, definitely going to be still going to conventions, just not making anything new right now. Mm. So I'm more, my, my main focus is, like, just acting and film projects. <laughs> oh, snap. So, yeah. so, that, uh, so cosplay just basically, <clears throat> it bred you into, like, wanting to, to do acting more, huh? Definitely. It really did. Yeah, it really did. Really? Mm-hmm. So you got anything slated or no? Um, I have a few things I'm planning out, but nothing I'm currently in right now. You know? Oh, beautiful. So, so it's going to be your own works? One project that I have in mind, yes, but um, I'm whoever wants to cast me in anything, I'm here. So, well, <laughs> you know. You, you hear it? This guy right I'm here. I'm here. This guy can act. I try, I try, I try. No, you, so. you don't try, you do, bro. No, I you know appreciate how, that. how Yoda thank said, you, thank you. don't try, do. Do or do not, there's no try. Yeah. yeah. Which is, <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. But it's, all right, all right cool, since Yoda said it. Mm. But if anybody else would have said it, it never tries it. Yo, sometime, well, then what happened when you fell? Say, oh, you didn't try? You didn't do it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I was doing it. it it's a whole. It's like one of those uh, snake eating his tail kind of things. Like uh, I always took it as like if you're gonna do something, do it at a hundred percent. Don't don't oh, half ass it. Don't half ass everything. Yes. Yeah. Whole ass yeah. everything. Or believe something. it. Um, <laughs> that's Ron Swanson right there. <laughs> you got You got to believe uh, it. Yeah. There you go. So where can everyone check this out uh, if they want to check out the hunt? The hunt is on YouTube on your YouTube channel. Yes, on Ready Comics Roll. And also uh, on the uh, cameraman Mihar's Productions on YouTube as well. So. Yes. Those two places. Also, and, uh, I have on my sorry, cut you off, no, no, my no, Instagram. No. Also, and Mihar's Productions as well. We have a snippet of the film on our Instagram reels, so you can see it there as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys plan on expanding this? Maybe submitting it to like any film festivals, any sci-fi festivals. Supercon has their own film festivals, yeah, and it's right around true. the corner. I, I honestly didn't think about that you far could. ahead. You still I can. Could. You still yeah. can because yeah. I think uh, the deadline is like. It's the second week of June. Yeah. That's what I remember. It's the second week of June, so okay. you still do have. And hey, we've met we've <clears throat> met um, a lot of great filmmakers that have submitted um, their work into Florida Supercon. Who, like Supercon, was like the jumping off point mm-hmm. for them. And like they made this one sci-fi film that was very, um, I would say, like similar to like an episode of Twilight Zone. And because of that Supercon film festival. They ended up submitting at like five or six, and then ended up getting a lot of recognition around the country yeah. off of this one like short eight minute long uh, sci fi piece. So I definitely they recommend even put it. They put it on uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. I yeah, think it was on yeah. Prime for like uh, some time. <clears throat> okay. That's what's up. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how it'll work with, with like licensing because it's it. Star Wars ish. I'll look into it for sure. That's a really good idea. It's really cool. Yeah, and mm-hmm. fun fact: if you do like uh, do like a series of <clears throat> like shorts. If you put them into like a collection, mm-hmm. streamers will they they look like uh, they really are into that kind of stuff. So if you put like uh, let's say six shorts that are maybe like ten minutes, fifteen minutes long, and you put them all into like a collection together, but you, you know just make it make some sense. Yeah. Like maybe somebody's watching TV or doing something <laughs> like that. Yeah. If you give those to streamers, they would look fondly into those. That's just like a, a heads up. So if you guys know anybody who's out there who have like some shorts that are like uh, in the genre of like uh, sci-fi or horror or anything like that, you know, get together, make something. 
and put it out there on streamers. <laughs> you might be on Toby or you might be on Amazon. You never know. Got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. That's the dream. I mean, Toby movies are... They're not the greatest, but uh, <laughs> they're, they're rough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tubi, the the some of the independent films you find on Tubi yeah, are Tubi, really yeah. rough. Those things and, are rough. And I look at the quality of what you guys did on the hunt compared to the stuff that I see on Tubi, and it's worlds apart. Yeah, worlds apart. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When it comes to the, a lot of that stuff, I, I that's the one thing I always take pride in is we just come together with a bunch of very talented individuals. That we wouldn't have otherwise, I think, have come across, met, or even worked with, if not for the whole convention. That's circuit. true. Hmm. And it's it's just a great opportunity for great minds who are thinking alike to come together and kind of create these things. Yeah. And and they, thank you for pointing that out because I'm always very harsh on anything that I work on. But I mean, no, the team put together an amazing film that I do feel is like <clears throat> just above average. Like I would even say even great quality work yeah Yeah. i mean mean, yeah no go ahead uh, with cosplaying right in the world of cosplay if we hadn't started cosplaying we probably wouldn't be here you know so like it really brings people together you talking about here on this podcast well you know yeah i mean (laughs) technically that too yeah technically right I mean, so, the convention scene is how you and I end up meeting through true, Delgado. True, true, mm-hmm. true. That's how I met him as well. So who knows what would happen yeah. if we hadn't started gospeling, you know? Yeah. So it, it helps you branch out into other things as well, too. You know? See, so you guys turn into a positive. I was trying to go, I was going to try to go like a... Uh, like, trying uh, to do a hip piece here? No, I was going to try to do a hip piece. Actually, yeah, it is a hip piece. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you guys January 6th of last year? Oh, damn. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Because I looked at your Instagrams and uh, you guys were really quiet. There was no post. <laughs> there was no post on January sixth, twenty twenty. No, no, it's because my lazy ass was at home with my wife and kid. I was at work, so I working Washington D.C. That's a weird commute. <laughs> That's a weird commute, dude. Storm in the capital. Hmm? It's a far commute. I don't know about that one. No, no problem. No, no, no heat. Nah. <laughs> Actually, I ask people that question all the time. Oh, where, uh, are you, where are you, January? Where are you, January sixth? It's, it's a nice icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, oh, I don't know. Because oh, mm. you know, there's a bounty on some of you people. Oh, you know, just, just. That's another how much? Option. How much is it? I'm not sure, but it's more money than I got in my bank account right now. So. <laughs> Think about that. You know what? That that could be a short. What? Just go about, around. About, about a, bounty a bounty hunter. We'll call it no. the hunt. How about that? We'll <laughs> <laughs> have it set in the Star Wars universe. Sounds cool. All right. That was another Let's thing was that. that I noticed the, consistent, the consistency with the style. Like it felt like it came out of the universe. Right. Because I wanted Because to, <laughs> to me, the Mandalorian, the show, is like a yeah. sci-fi western. So yeah. I was like, I like that. I want to use that for mine, you know? And if you listen to the intro theme, like, you know, when he holsters his pistol and the, the theme pops up, yeah. if you listen closely, you hear notes from the theme of the show. Mm. Which which was great because when <clears throat> we were talking to Brenda, who's our super talented composer score, who came yeah. up with yeah. Oh my God, yeah. fantastic work. What we gave to her is from your, your whole idea of I want it to be like spaghetti western meets... No, the Mandalorian, which Mandalorian was kind of already spaghetti western to begin with. He's like, but I want more. <laughs> I want more Pretty jingle well, like, jangles. Like I want more jingle jangles. <laughs> yes. No. So I'm like, all right, well, extra cheese. So, so for references too, like we took some things. Like Firefly was probably the biggest thing that <laughs> right. I sent her. Lots of uh, 
music from, just to kind of give her an inspiration. Like, this is kind of what we're going for. They still have that sci-fi feel, but have that more of a, that Western cowboy bounty uh-huh. hunting kind of thing to it. Because is this supposed to, in the Mandalorian uh, world, is this supposed to be pre-Grogu uh, or post? So you want to take this one? Because <laughs> your character's in there. So I'd say... Uh, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> that's the beauty of my character. That's like, true. That's true. But so in my mind, in my mind, it's post. It's post. Yeah. post yeah. Grogu. Yeah. yeah. So where's Grogu in this? He's that's just a, chilling on the question. ship. That's a good question. Yes. Just he, hanging out. Just being a teenager. Just at like what three hundred years rebellious. old, probably. <laughs> Was he already, <laughs> <laughs> already slaughtered by the Knights of Ren? Ooh. No. Because you know, you know, he has it coming. <clears throat> No, he wasn't I mean, Grogu, your days are numbered, bro. <laughs> They're numbered. I just chilled somewhere. Do you know how many? How many? I was gonna say how many bullets, but I was gonna actually make the joke about lightsabers. Do you know how many lightsabers he's dodged? Well, I mean, he got out of Order sixty six. Yeah, like one of the few Jedi that can actually make that claim. It was actually well, he wasn't there a Jedi at the time. He was a uh, Padawan. Padawan. I'm talking about organization wise, but oh, yes, okay. of course. Oh, yeah. right, right. But on top of that, like. Chances are he's still somewhere out there. He's probably with Din, Dejarin. Like mm. he's not, and he wasn't with. Because remember, at the end of, and if, you know what the funny thing is, I keep thinking it's. Oh, you in think Midler. you think Din is still alive? Why not? I think he's gonna die. Well, I mean, think so? I, I strongly yeah. believe the series will end with him sacrificing his life to save Grogu. One hundred percent. You've heard it here first. <clears throat> you did. You did. I you will did. put money on yeah. it. But 100%. then, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dave Filoni is making a movie to tie all the series together. Do you think he'll die in the series or the movie? The movie. The movie. Yeah. Bigger budget, more action. Absolutely. Bigger actors. More stakes. More stakes, exactly. Yeah. They want people to, to cry in the in the theaters. My point is he's not going to go back to Luke. He's not going <laughs> to no. be put in a position where he's going to get killed by the Knights of Red. Nah, I don't think so. Well, no, nah, I think he already he lost that uh, that opportunity to go back to Luke. Luke gave him and said, yo, man, you want to roll with me? And he said, no. He said, pack your bags. You're out of here. <laughs> That's true. First flight. Out of here right now, <laughs> and he gave it to him. So yeah. there's no coming back after that. <laughs> no. But that <clears throat> that whole decision of bringing back Grogu was all Kathleen Kennedy. Like, really? she, like he was supposed to go off oh, with Luke, and that back? was it. Yeah. She bugged the shit out of John Favreau about bring about bringing him back, and then that's when he was threatening to quit. Like, like you know what? If you want me to be part of the show, you got to step off our toes. Yo, but in Kathleen Kennedy's <clears throat> defense. That dude is the glue, bro. He's the glue of that show. Like, people like to the, see Grogu. He's the moneymaker, They honestly. like to see him, man. He's like, he's there. He's like, oh, look at him. Yeah. There's a, he's, he's that, uh, he's the, 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 the golden retriever in, uh, home, uh, what's the name of that, uh? Airbud? <laughs> not Airbud. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing you started saying that, I'm like. <laughs> no. The full House. He's the golden retriever in Full House. They had a golden retriever? Yeah. Maybe what? he's not. <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember that. They had a dog in Full House. Yeah, I don't remember there's a dog in Full House. No, a, there's a I gold, don't remember that. They had a golden... I every, think this is the Mandela effect. <laughs> no, dude. They if had you guys a golden have retriever. Seen that was golden America's retriever dog. Full House. Put it in the comments right now. There was, there was a, that was America's dog in the 90s. Watch it. There now was a French. Now it was a French poodle. That's oh. the America's dog. Are you sure it wasn't before? Comment... No. Was the golden retriever who was introduced in season three of Full House? Wow, <clears throat> season oh, wow. three. 
Hey, <clears throat> it's still in the show. You need you need some backing before you bring in a dog that's gonna <laughs> die every one season or something. They they switched out that dog more times than any other thing. They, it must have been like four or five dogs on that on that show. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Look at that. So <laughs> the more you know, huh? The more you know. <clears throat> I think every show. I think every ABC show had a dog on their show. Like every family had a. A dog on their show. That's nuclear family, yeah. baby. Even uh, Family Matters had a dog, but that dog mysteriously like just disappeared. It went up the stairs with uh, that one child and never, never came, came back. back. <laughs> never came back. So it, it happens. <laughs> Even Step by Step had a dog, and they had like a, it was a golden retriever, but I think it was brown. It was really dark. It was it was a, like a brown dog. L- little things that my mind remembers, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, they had a dog, dog. <laughs> but yeah, um, what else? Well, there's also another short that you guys did that was um, horror. Different. Yes. It's, it's a, this is a different genre. Yes. That you guys were Is it a still of. a I, short? If it's like... Y- yes, actually, yes. <laughs> to make the criteria to be a feature, it has to be over... Uh, over an hour, right? I think it's like an hour. Hour, yes. hour, hour time. Oh, yes, yeah. okay, yes okay. exactly. So it still is technically considered it's a short. like yeah. maybe it's, two minutes long. It's a, <laughs> it's a medium length short. Mm-hmm. Medium length short, yeah. 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 So that all came <clears throat> together because in the early stages of content creation, mm-hmm. uh, GC reached out to me because he knows I'm, I'm big on horror. Mm-hmm. Huge horror buff, and I've always been, I always wanted to create Just a kind of Just for clarification, he's saying horror. Yeah. Just but I mean, sure. we're all big on horrors. Yes, Redacted. we're all horror. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> horror. I'm saying Redacted. horror. He's saying horror. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Fine. horror. Okay, horror. got you, got you. Either way, whatever you hear, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he reaches out to me and he's like, "Hey, we should go ahead and come up with this project." F- funny thing is, is me. I wanted it to be more of like a slapstick kind of horror, horror comedy. <laughs> I hope you understand that when I edit this episode, I'm going to put a f- like footage from a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Please uh, do. Please. Uh, please. But uh, you wanted to do like an absolutely serious like yeah. 80s slasher. Mm-hmm. So we found like this nice middle ground to where for the most part it is <clears> that <throat> serious 80s slasher, but there are little moments of camp and little moments of kind of yeah. that humor mm. that I wanted to kind of inject into this project. And that's how How to Survive a Horror Film, which, yes, that is the actual, actual title, name, yeah. Yeah. came to be. And <clears throat> it was such an amazing learning process. It was a lot of fun. It was also very stressful at times. And uh, at other points, wanted me to just go ahead and <laughs> take a long walk off a short pier. Um, uh, well, let's start from the beginning, though. So I came to you with this idea yes. of a horror film you know, bounce ideas off each other. Then after that, the planning process was over. We went ahead and did actual uh, casting, uh, casting yes. call. We had an actual casting call. Yeah. We had a lot, a lot <laughs> of uh, entrance. Mm-hmm. We had to sit through so many of uh, auditions, me and him, just at, on, over a Zoom call with yes. different people. And then afterwards, like, hey, I like this person, but this person did this better, and yada, yada, yada. So that was for, like, what, a whole week, I think it was? We or, did. Or longer? So, yeah, initially, this is where I got to flex my producer muscles. He even auditioned. <laughs> he I even did. auditioned, yeah, yeah. The only reason why I... I didn't I, cast him, though. Boom. It is what it is, man. <laughs> the only reason why I didn't get the part is because, one, it just would have felt oh, weird okay. because everybody else did it. Yeah. And even though I was the most <clears throat> qualified for the position... That's what you have to tell yourself? That's how you go to sleep, huh? Gotcha. As the kids say these days, side eye. You know, side I don't know. Eye. Side eye. No, no, no. But, uh, so yeah, we did. What we did, part our... did, you, did you go for, though? The com- comedic relief. Comedic oh, okay. relief. Kind it was of. the killer? 
uh, no, no, not the killer, not the killer. Not the killer. Uh, the, uh, the final one of the girl. characters. Yes, the final girl. The, the final, final girl. girl. Yeah. Hey, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so we we did hold the audition. So yeah, it was roughly about a week, and we did end up casting <clears throat> some of our friends just because it was easier, and we knew they fit the roles. Because who we, are we actual had, actors, by the way? Yes, they exactly. went to school for it and everything. Absolutely. Uh, but we were basically looking at like archetypes. So you guys are saying that uh, you played the friend role, you played the friend card e- to hire these people, e- and not off of just merit of skill alone. Yes and no. So certain parts, again, we just knew there's certain individuals. <laughs> I know what you're doing there. I know what you're doing there. But no, in all seriousness, because you, you were casting the role. Nepotism is real, yeah, guys. Yeah. Well, so like for instance, GC ends up playing the role of Jason. Yeah. But we didn't do any of real auditions for Jason. It was just. You were the role. Mm-hmm. And then in regards to what was another position where we did with that? Or was it just you? It was Arnie as well, because we already had the other Anthony in mind for that. Yes. So a- Anthony oh, so you already <clears throat> had like roles that are already like we already we had already got people in mind for roles. For that role. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because again, we were going based off of the classic horror movie archetypes. Mm-hmm. So you have like the jock, you have the nerd, you have um, the promiscuous girl, mm-hmm. all these different things that so that's what we went off. But all the other parts, no, we did hold auditions. We did mm-hmm. for a while. Um, we publicly posted. It was very amateur. But again, it was a learning process. This is our first time. It's not amateur, it. man. Like that shit is professional, though. You, you don't. You see it. You see it from the inside. Yeah. But from the outside, people see that shit like, oh shit, these people are legit. That's true. Yeah. People see true. that shit as legit, man. Because we did have, like I said, we had a lot of actual like you gotta have fucking posters and everything, dude. Yeah. yeah you did. guys were. Yeah. Well, we we did like Facebook posts and mm-hmm. social media posts. Like this is well, this Facebook is post. That is some amateur shit. You know what I mean? No, we did it everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. No, that's what I mean. Also, all yeah. forms of social media. We did the like, casting call. Like, like, hey, live, Twitter, this is Tumblr, what we're looking for. Or square. Hey, just to be fair, we're looking for people that are local. We're looking for people that you know. That, bear in mind, this is a passion project. No, nobody's not paid. paid None of <laughs> yeah, us. None of us. Like, and we even came out of everybody kind of came out of pocket, which I kind of felt bad about. But this is we did what we could to make. But it we work. told them beforehand, like, hey, if we do absolutely, there was travel, never any you have to pay for it yourself. You mm-hmm. know, so which is funny because then we were actually <laughs> getting people that had agents reaching out to us, like, oh, I yeah. think I think my <laughs> actor would be perfect for this role. We want to audition and go for this part. And it's like. You did read the part where they're not getting paid, <laughs> not getting right? Paid. Yeah, and then money the, out of pocket. At least like four different people I've had, re- four different agents reach out for that. And I'm just like, they're like, oh, 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 no, I didn't realize it wasn't paid. And I'm like, then you really weren't paying attention. You're not reading it. You weren't paying attention. This is before AI t- took place, so they couldn't get the, the summary of the post and shit like that. <laughs> Which was but, already short to begin with. Yeah, it was. It doesn't here or there. But I, I remember that uh, the... Uh, we had to have the shoot because I was also on the shoot. Uh, I didn't play an actor because. Oh yeah, he was also part of the production. They couldn't afford well, me, you know what I mean? But we uh, got the best sound guy the best. in the biz. Don't say, uh-huh. that, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> right but, here. Um, I know that we had to go to Daytona. Yeah. And somebody's car broke down trying to get to Daytona. That was. Can you uh, explain that? Can you explain that whole was it Greg debacle? Patsy, right? Well, you were having issues too. Everybody no, did. No, so I, I was with them. I was drove a, with yeah, them. yeah, it yeah. was a weird. And the funny thing is, because we it was filmed, on Friday the thirteenth. Yes, we filmed on Friday <laughs> the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. So we definitely had some some weird things going on. Yeah. But yeah, travel was definitely one of those yeah. things. We um, we drove up. Uh, I forget what day it was. Honestly, we were driving up, and the car started doing Friday little, the thirteenth jig. Yeah, and uh, you're right. The car started <laughs> doing a little thing, and we're like, oh, it's gonna be fine. We shrugged it. We shrugged it off, and then it just well, broke yeah, did down. That when you're 
this the car started shaking when you were like in. We were not too. Far. I'd say about thirty minutes away from where we were shooting. Oh, okay, that's when so we, we were shaking. pretty close. Okay. Yeah. So you guys were already at the destination. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, yes. luckily, mm-hmm. we just Burned broke the ship. down there. I got it. <laughs> um, but it was still another city away. Like we yeah. weren't in Daytona. It was, I forgot where it was. Another city away. So the uh, owner of the car, uh, Greg, had to go back. I think in the morning with someone else to take him to the car because we left it somewhere. Yeah, it got picked up by a tow truck, taken to a. Uh, a dealership to be looked at. I don't remember what happened exactly, but yeah, it was, it was a night. <laughs> it was a night. I remember like, <clears throat> you guys told us that because uh, me and Delgado we got there, and you guys told me yeah t- yeah told us that the whole thing like oh yeah the car broke down and everything. But you guys were so like cavalier about it, and I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> the car broke down. You're like miles away from home. You're at the location. I'm like, how are you guys going to get it back? He's like, oh, yeah, but it's at the dealership. And I, I just remember looking at uh, the guy, Greg, right? You know the name? And he was just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. It happens, man. It, like, it happens. Most like, important like, part, no one got fuck? hurt, all right? No one got hurt. We were close. That's all that matters. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how are you going to get home? Like, yeah, we're fine. We'll figure it out. We'll, 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 we'll jump in somebody else's car. I'm like. Which we actually did to yeah. go back home, yeah. But we it was like, the car. Your, your car. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Which uh, I'm not sure if he ever got the car back, but. Um, did he? Oh, man. Or he got a, a new car. I, they got the car back. Oh, nice. They did. Okay. I think it was like a month later or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was something like that. that, yeah. And what is the movie about? So, um, it is love your story. classic slasher. <clears throat> you have a group of, like, what, six friends? Yes. Five or six friends that go to a cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. right? And hijinks happen. <laughs> Things start happening, you know? So without you give giving like too much a little away. bit more synapses. Like All right. So like like you said, you have happen. the archetypes of every character. You have the comedic relief, mm-hmm. the final girl, yeah. the promiscuous one, the jock, uh, the mysterious one. Yeah. And um, the main. I said final girl already. Yeah. And like, did. what was what, what was Jules's character? What was that called? I forgot exactly. Oh, like she was she, she, was, she was the, the one that was supposed to be the um, like the innocent one. She was the the fake final girl. So there's yeah, always the one character right. that you think you is going to be the final be, girl. Yeah, exactly. So something like that. So they um, they play into their stereotypes really well. Like they, you think something's going to happen. You think someone's going to die certain a certain way, but like, oh, doesn't happen. You yeah. know, so so that's that's the beauty of it. So it treads a lot of familiar <clears throat> ground, but we also take a lot of these horror movie tropes and subvert them, kind of just throw them on yeah. top of their head. I think that's going to be part of the fun, because you're going to go into this thinking that you know exactly how it's going to play out. And I can almost guarantee you it's right. not. Yeah. The the, the, not. the best part to me about that is that uh, since you know I got I got a chance to like listen to the the dialogue a fucking lot. Was, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he did. Was uh, the drama between the characters and yes. shit like that? Yeah, there's a lot of drama. There was between a lot the of uh, there was a lot of sleeping around and stuff that was happening, and I was like, ooh, yeah. it was so pretty spicy. This is some good shit. That is <laughs> that is actually the first screenplay I ever wrote. Really? Yes. Wow, is yes. it from like you took that from like life, from your life? No, 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 no. He's a horror buff. Oh, he's a horror buff. Oh, that's right. He's a horror buff. He's a horror buff. That's right. where it's from. Ah, yes. got it. Awesome. So, what's your favorite horror movie? Who's your favorite horror? Mm, that's a good question. That's a great question. Bruce Campbell. What? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. All right. I've never cool. seen this Open stuff, up. but I check out Pornhub to see if, we, if he's got some stuff. We we'll check it out. But yeah, um, that 
Well, tell them how long that project took to, oh to actually God. done. Don't put it like a timestamp because we don't want no film. <laughs> we, we don't want no film uh, committee to know that you know the time of when we shot it. But just tell them how much you know. So, blood, sweat, and tears it took. A, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, mm-hmm. and because again, I'm still new to this, yeah. and so from what I've been informed, typically a normal film production, you typically would shoot anywhere between six to eight hours. That would be a full day yeah. of filming. We did what? 12, 14? And it would be like two pages. Yeah. yeah. It would be like two pages. Yeah. So we, we got a lot done <clears throat> in that amount of time. But And I wanted us to stop because I felt really bad. But the idea is we only had two days to try and film everything. And my ignorant ass somehow thought we could totally do this entire script, this entire 30 minutes worth of movie in this one weekend. Mm. Boy, was I wrong. How many pages was the script? It oh. was, how many was it? 36 pages? 30, yeah, almost 40, actually. Pages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows, man. Yeah. Nobody no, knows. it was pretty. It was a pretty yep. thick book we had. Yeah, it was like yeah. almost 40 pages. <laughs> and Delgado warned me. Every page is a minute of the movie. Yes, yeah. yes. That's what I end up learning. <clears throat> and this, this, I, it was the uh, fuck around. This was the find out phase. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing that's uh, from like doing uh, something that's independent. Uh, something that I remember from uh, in college where they said that when well, you're doing an independent film and doing like a, uh, a studio film, it's totally different because studio films, they do like two pages a day, maybe three pages a day. But when you're doing like something independent, said so you'll knock up like... You'll, you'll try to see if you can do, like, six pages, seven pages. But then, you know, they never tell you, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's independent. But then there's a lower tier than that when it's, like, yeah, when you're doing something that's just, like... This is shoestring. Yeah. <laughs> this is a shoestring budget. Everything is, like, shit, yeah, we're doing, like, 20 pages a day. And it's, like, yeah, oh, yeah, it might be, like, 20-hour days, but, hey... <laughs> You're doing it for the love, right? It's all passion. You're running on all gas at this point. And it's and that I've been on a lot of those sets. Yeah. And the only thing that keeps people together is just uh I think if if it, it's if everyone knows each other like yeah. that. That's yeah. the only thing. The six to eight hours is only on actual Hollywood projects in which people are being paid for six to eight hours yeah. because once you surpass that, you have to pay everyone overtime. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been on projects where I got paid overtime like that. When it's independent, I don't think I've ever been on an independent shoot that did six to eight hours. We always shot at least ten. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum yeah. ten hours. But that's why like <clears throat> I really want to give a huge shout out to not only just the cast, but also the crew. Yeah. Because I wanted to stop. I felt bad. I'm just like, no, we can't do this. But and the funny thing is, we didn't even know everybody. Like, there's quite a few of our actors we yeah. didn't know from Adam to begin with. Right. But now they're practically <clears throat> like family, family yeah, which yeah. is what's really cool about these kind yeah. of productions too. It's, it's funny how trauma <clears throat> turns people that were strangers into family, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that really how we're going to describe no, it? Not the trauma, but, you know, for lack of a better word. It's hard, work, hard work and dedication. Yeah. But, no, like, that was the thing true. is, because everybody believed in this project so much, they're like, no, let's continue, let's try and, like, get to the end of this. And we did. And we did. And that's the one thing that I really I feel shows more than anything. Because, of course, you know, the sound quality, the video quality, the acting is all great. But there's a whole lot of heart, and that heart shows. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I'm most proud of. Every, mm-hmm. actor, every actor really took their role and just ran with it. Like, yes. you can tell they wanted to be there. They were so good. You know, there's so many scenes where I was like, are you acting? Or, like, 
are you really arguing right now? Like, this is great. Like, this is amazing, yeah. you know? I do feel like Anthony wanted to punch me in the face at least one or two times throughout production. Because, um, so, yeah. You, you gave that motherfucker <laughs> a lot of fucking monologues. You know that, right? <laughs> you did. That I dude did. had, like, four or five monologues in the in the I'm like, God damn, bro. <laughs> and he remembered all that shit. Yeah. Which is really impressive, because that's his actual first, like, project. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was his first time acting. Yeah. Like, seriously acting. And he knocked, like, his audition was great, but then when he actually performed, we're like... Are you sure this is your first one? Like, this yeah. is amazing, you know? Of course, he did, like, stumble here and there, but mm -hmm. overall, like, he carried. He yeah. really did. Yeah, yeah did. I was like, Absolutely. God damn, this dude had a lot of fucking monologues. And he like you said, going. he memorized it all. Yeah. You know, like, I forgot some of my lines. How much prep did you guys have <clears throat> before, like... Like, did you have, like, some, uh, like, script reads? We did. Absolutely. We had table that's, reads. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing that I, I insisted on. Uh, like, we, like via like Zoom, Zoom, yeah. Zoom, Zoom. Nice. Zoom because this this was still during the time when like, yeah. what? Don't get no time. No, no. Told you, okay, man. Right. never want. We don't want. We don't want them to know what the time. That's right. When That's we right. when everything got shot, but yeah, we get it. Yeah, we had a exactly. lot on the table. <laughs> there was there, there there was a lot of exactly. There was a lot going on. There was a lot on the table, but I'm like, well, no, we need to we need to dedicate this time to it. Yeah, it, which is so. In the middle of production, we had to switch out one of our actors because of that exact problem. We had um, somebody who did not want it. And, and you know what? I get it. You know, you know, none of us are being paid. Yeah. But if you say you're going to commit to this, if you say you want to be a part of this, <laughs> right. you have to put the time in. Mm -hmm. How can we expect you to put on a good performance? How can we expect you to be believable? How can we expect you to it be able to memorize everything? It happened at like a crucial time, too, like right oh, before shooting. It was like, right before shooting. It was, really? I would say, at least like a few weeks before. Yeah. Yeah, we were all ready to go, and then that happened, and then we had to scramble to find a new actor to replace them, and it was... Well, that's that's why I'm glad, and I took Delgado's advice, to have an understudy. So we did have somebody who was a very close pick, mm -hmm. who almost got the part initially, and we ended up going um, with them instead. Mm. And it worked out perfectly. Yeah. It couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah. Can yeah, we so say what part it was? Um, you don't got to say the person's name. I just want to know what, what part, part it was. Just um, so, no, you don't want to say that? Redact. The character's Jason, and uh, the other person would be their stepsister. Um, the stepsister. Yeah, what's, what's her name again? Kara. There you yes. go. Oh, Kara. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I, ain't know I, I just let you hang there. I forgot the names for a second. It's been so long. <laughs> no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It hasn't I forgot the no, no, I mean, like, since I, you know, since they I did it just script. yesterday. You since know? I yeah. script. For, all, yeah, yeah. for all these film festivals, this was shot last week. So. Yeah, this was shot last week. It's fresh. <laughs> fresh <laughs> off the presses. <clears throat> fresh off the presses. It's just amazing what you could do in such a short period of time. <clears throat> that is true. Mm -hmm. And you made all the stuff, right? Like, like what? All the, the knives, the masks. Yeah. I, absolutely. I am a yeah. huge follower of practical he effects. Made really great when it comes stuff. to horror, Horror, yeah. horror. That's okay. the way you got to do it. When it comes to what? When it comes to horror. Horror. Coming to what? Horror. Practical. I hate all of you. He likes his <laughs> horrors to be authentic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. All natural. So I it's, it's got to be practical <laughs> effects. So it, and it's funny because I've got a lot of weird looks because like of your horrors. Yes, mm. absolutely. Uh, this walking around Home Depot buying these supplies because I actually bought like real broomsticks and like knives. At Home Depot, they sell them. Yes. Yes, they do. Whoa. And went ahead and had like uh, so for the the uh, impalement scene. I'm not gonna mm -hmm. say who it, who gets impaled, giggity. Uh, <laughs> in the horror film, have the props. <laughs> yes, I still have all the props. Yes, I still, have, the props? Yes. I still really? have all of them. I still have the, the machetes, the, the spears. We all had of it. so much fake blood. 
So much fake so blood. Much fake oh, yeah. blood. So much I, I remember oh that kitchen. I remember yeah, that kitchen yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. so much fake blood. Oh my and, god. And and to me, it just it always feels a lot more real. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier for the audience to connect when you use practical effects versus VFX. Not to say that you know there's no place for VFX. There is, but when when it comes to horror, it's just like I said, it just feels that much more <coughs> real when you do it that way. Yeah. So I insisted on it. So yeah, I made all the props for it, and even just like the rigs. And one of the actors, uh, their parents uh, let you use the cabin. Yeah, it was yes. a cabin, pseudo cabin, pseudo house. Yes, huge shout out to them <laughs> it was by like the way. Half house, half cabin. Yes, absolutely kind of huge shout huge out shout to, out to Allison guys. for having convincing her dad to let us use the house. It was beautiful. The house that was, was pretty cool was. too. It was pretty they cool. Got, they got lit. Yeah, they we did. were there one day, and they, they <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a good time. It's a great time. It was a great time. Yes, yeah. it was. It was just a really fun production. It was, like I said, it was a learning experience. There was times. There, there's the best of times, and it's yeah. the worst of times. Mm. That's true. That's true. I remember we were looking for a location to shoot this at, and then that was the hardest really part. Find trying to find we a cabin for. in yeah. Florida. That's the, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So then we, once you did the casting process, we told the actors like, "Hey, we're looking for a location. You know anything? Let us know." Then the one girl, Allison, was like, "Hey, my parents own this place up in uh, Daytona." We're like, "Do you have pictures? <laughs> Can we see it?" And it's it's a fairly wooded area, so it's easy to kind of yeah. just play off it. Yeah, being it looks, isolated. It looks great. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a, it. Was a, it was to be honest, it was a cool ass time. Even even the bunking situations were. Uh, Oh, you mean when we, when we stayed in the murder hotel? Yeah. Where the, where the, when the people were like banging at the door in the middle yeah. of the night? Middle that was the night. actual scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the, the actual film. Night, we were, uh, <laughs> those were the horrors. <laughs> oh, those were the horrors. Oh, okay. They didn't let them in. Oh, man. Wow. Tragedy. It was it was a good it was a good thing that I had the one spear right next to me. Yeah. Uh, the beds. What it, kind of horrors were they? It, it was <laughs> it was it was a, it was a good like four or five of us in uh, one uh, in one room with and one bed. One bed. And it was two beds. Two. At least in our room, it was two uh, beds. It was around like two. It was two o'clock, and you know, if you can sleep, you can sleep. <laughs> but we're all here, just laying down, and we just hear like somebody was trying to like open the freaking door, and yeah. they just walk on, and you know nobody says anything until the morning time. Until the morning, they're like, hey, did you guys? Did that happen? Is that real? Did someone try to rob you guys? Somebody tried to open the door, and they, you know. Our door was locked, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But we're like, hey, did you guys uh, get, like, somebody? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was, like, trying to bang at, like, trying to open the door, right? Like, forcefully, yeah. We all experienced it. We're crazy, all kind of just, like, we're all tired. We don't, yeah. we don't care. Yeah, like, nobody, like, we're like, okay, I mean, we're here. No holes, no new holes in my body, so we're good to go. That was that was the second time that we went. The first time we had to go to Daytona, we stayed in a hotel that was off the beach. I have to admit, yes, your, that's what the yes. location that you got, what we were staying at was pretty dope, right? Mm. But the problem was the elevator wasn't working, it, it, and it was it, on the seventh floor. But that was that was after we got in. Yeah. So it after. worked initially. Yeah. But then when it was time to go, it's like, oh, the elevator doesn't work. So we had to lug all that equipment. And you know what's all crazy? Down. It's like I'm cool with the elevator not working. And actually, I wasn't. I wasn't cool. <laughs> but the thing that put it to the top is that the lady, when she told us that the elevator wasn't working, it was like. She she didn't even bother. She was like, "Oh yeah, the elevator wasn't working," and then that was it. <laughs> it's not like she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Like, if you want to show, give me some empathy. Just throw oh, it my way. In her head, she's like, "That's a you problem." Yeah, I'm chilling right here. She I'm did good. it twice because we also asked for towels because uh, the whole thing was like, "Oh, we got 
all these motherfuckers in here. We need some towels. And I remember somebody called and said, oh, can we get some, uh, like, extra towels? And she said no. <laughs> and I was like, so it's going to be one of those fucking, like, shower, put on my clothes, and then just call the fucking, this is the morning. And that's what it was. It was like, it was... After that point, it was like, yo, fucking Daytona, man. Yeah, Daytona. It's shit. But you realize <laughs> that the best, if you want to stay at a, a nice uh, hotel in Daytona, you got to stay at, um, by Daytona, the Speedway. You got to stay oh, by the Speedway. We weren't yeah. by the Speedway. No. We weren't by there at all. We were, we're by like, uh, we're, we're out in the boonies. We're by, out in the boonies. We're in murder country as yeah. we were. It's crazy. Oh, you can. Can you hit the shutter? Wait. On the other side. On the other side. The shutter button, like if you were going to take a photo. That circle right in front? This one? Nope. Middle? Imagine you're going to take a photo. That that round button right in front this of the camera. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hit it? Yep. Just hit it. Give it a little tap. There we go. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, it was an experience. It was an experience of, like, it was one of those things, like, you when, when you get home, you got to say to yourself, you, know, you got to proclaim, like, never again, yo. <laughs> Never again. Except for it happened to to well it one more time. Again. It one happened time. one it more time. Yes. But ever since then, it's like I need to know what hotel we're staying in <laughs> because if, if it's gonna be like a, a a a trash hotel, I need to know that I need to come strapped or I need to <laughs> I need to be ready because somebody's gonna try to bang on my fucking door. <laughs> so I always get my own hotel room. Like I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Delgado feels a certain way about me every time we go out, and I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna get my own place. And he's like, why you gotta be like that? And I'm just like, nah, bro, because every time we bunk together, I'm the one that ends up on the couch, or I end up getting the tiny bed, or I end up, yeah, like I end up being the uncomfortable one. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna get my own place. I'll meet you guys wherever you guys want to shoot. I will meet you there, but I need my own bathroom. I need my own bed. I need my own storage. I need my own. Like what, what was <clears> it that we were going to? Was it Disney World? We went, yeah, we I think no, we no, went what? to Universal for the. By the way, the best time to go to Universal, the best time in the past to go to Universal was 2020 during the pandemic <coughs> in the fall. Yeah, best time. Nobody's there. Of course you, not. <laughs> the, the hotels are cheap. The hotels are cheap. You you're there's no line, no waiting. We went on that Jimmy Fallon ride. Like this lickety split, man. It was beautiful, but um, I, I have no we, frame of reference of how long that usually takes. Well, me neither. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what you call it? It's one of those rides you have to reserve a time, but it's always like 30, 40 minutes out. Oh, yeah. okay. And we just literally walked. That in. was that was the first time that uh, Kevin got his own uh, hotel while we all were like, oh, let, let's just um. Let's let's group let's together. Just, let's group together. And Kevin was like, oh, I'm just gonna get my own hotel. <laughs> and it was like, at that time, I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it, bro. Because sometimes, yeah, it's like some people snore, and you know, I sounds don't, like I'm, a chainsaw. I'm usually, I'm usually on the on the on the snore team, like because I snore, and you know, hey, I don't care, I'm, I'm sleeping, so you got to do what you got to do. It was <laughs> it was between you, Delgado, and John, and the oh, sad yeah. part is I used to have video of it of just like you just hear <laughs> like three. No, nobody nobody snores worse than than Delgado. <laughs> it's bad. No, I know, I know. Bro, I was, we went to MegaCon, and I'm on a bed so small that my legs are hanging off oh of it. And then Delgado's room was across the living room on the other side, and I could hear it in my room, even though he was on the complete opposite side of the house. 
that was when I was like, I'm never doing this shit again. <laughs> I'm getting my own hotel. And that's th- the real reason. And this, 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 and this past MegaCon, he was like, hey, so we're doing the Airbnb. And I was like, no, I'll meet you guys there. I will meet it's you guys proclaim. there. It's you gotta, You got to do the, this, this is that moment that everybody hits that it's like, never again. Never again. Yeah. Yeah. And you, once you hit that, that's when you know that it's like, yeah. Yeah, come on, Pat. You had a good time. So with I mean, no, 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 you had a good fun. time though. Right. For me, for me, it was that and directing. Like that. Yet I still got roped into being a director for the hunt. You're welcome, <laughs> bro. You just you can't. Be, I mean, it's it's not all bad. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't because you're the you're the person who they call up when you're at the film festival when they want you to stand in front of the you screen and you do that shit. Yeah, you see. No. That you call up, you say your name, you say the name of the film, you say what you're there for, and you're the person who everybody, uh, you're basically like the. When you think of a movie, you think of the director. Yeah. You rarely think of the person who wrote it, you rarely think of Mm -hmm. the other people that are involved. No, well, (laughs) when you guys do put the hunt in uh, in the film festivals, both of you guys can come up. Yeah. There's a film festival that happens every time uh, in downtown Miami. Uh, It's from. the same people who said Nolia, like I'm not leaving, not going to LA. I forgot the name of their. They they have a new name now. They have a film festival every month, and you guys should just submit. They have like different categories every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last month they had uh, not last month. Actually, is this month right now? Uh, it was like comedy. The last month, the previous month, they had uh, <coughs> uh, female directors, and I think they they got to have like some type of sci-fi. And horror genre in there. You have somewhere. to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And you, they give you a plaque. They show your 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 film in a uh, at the O Cinema. Yeah, at O Cinema. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like something that you. And on top of that, you get to uh, engage with other filmmakers. You know. And these some, are and these are real raw indie filmmakers. The ones that like the name of the film festival is I'm not moving to LA. Like these yeah. are people that are rebellious against Hollywood. Yeah. That are sticking to their roots. Um, you make a lot of connections there. Yeah. Um, we've met a lot of editors, a lot of camera people um, to that. F- and that film festival is right in the heart of Wynwood. So a yeah. lot of big executives will actually show up there, too, just to see if they could buy an idea. Yeah. And they'll offer you a check right then and there in the spot. Like, yo, how about how about we work it's together good, and, you know. Put your, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, put your I'm listening. There, dude. <laughs> like, just, just put your shit out there, man. You never know who's going to bite, bro. No, absolutely, and mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of again when it comes to the cosplay and content creation is yeah. that's what affords you these new opportunities. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to you about um, the first, not the first screenplay, but the first screenplay that I wrote um, that's a feature film that actually got picked up from a gentleman who lives mm-hmm. in L.A. So we're waiting to see. Right now he's in the Kickstarter phase, but we're waiting to see how that's that's going to turn out. Uh, but he's also going to try and option it to like Amazon or Shutter. So. I mean, it's a flat fee for the screenplay that I wrote, but there's the option that if it does get sold, I get a percentage. So Yeah, and on top of that, man, like, your name is on it. Yes. You got IMDb That's, that's honestly what I'm most yeah, excited for. Because just to see credit, so now you have, like, you have some type of clout to go for the next. If I see something I wrote on Shudder, mm-hmm. I think I'd lose my fucking mind. That just... That, that means it's like bucket list right there. I know oh, that's, like that sounds Shutter. weird. I love Shudder. Yeah, it's some Shutter. dope shit. It is, it is. Especially for the... Horror community. Boom. There it is. <laughs> you know... We were talking about horror the whole time? Yeah, the horse. 
Oh, that's what I thought. Horror. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what wow. we're saying. Oh, I thought something else. I was thinking, who let this pervert on the list? That's what I'm saying. This whole time. Wow. They make him direct. I thought this was wow. a wholesome <laughs> thing, man. I don't know. Oh. Start off the sound with the, the Pornhub, the, the drums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But um, what else? What else? You oh, have the We Seeds it logo in like, br- the browsers? Yes. <laughs> we Seeds it. <laughs> We seen tit. We seen tit. We seen tit. It's just one tit. That's all we need. That's all we want to see. But it's just Anthony's face. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Supercon is uh, coming up. And are you guys uh, planning on... Oh, well, you're not planning on dressing up at all. No. Well, I am actually. I still will dress up, but not making anything new. But not making anything new. Yeah. But what what, what other things have you made, like... uh, with uh, like in the past, I mean like, cosplay wise yeah, like or cosplay wise, man, I've made a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like I just recently finished. Actually, I music on this past weekend. That's mm. still going right now. I won the Journeyman Award for my Mandalorian cosplay. Oh, nice! So nice. Um, let me give you a clap, bro. Thank you, thank you. There you go. So that's my most recent thing. And my the Mandalorian costume that I wore in the fan film. This one that I wore. Sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> talking to me, how folks? Thanks intrusive. for listening. <laughs> it was intrusive. I was like this. I'm like, no, don't do it. Why? Why? You know, I saw like, your finger going down slowly too. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's awesome. Now that, that costume is pretty fucking dope. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that with one. the new helmet, no less. Like, I, with the new helmet. Yeah, with oh, the new helmet. Oh, you made a new helmet. Yeah, new helmet. Yeah, new helmet. Same color scheme, but new helmet. It's smaller, so I don't look like a bobblehead. Oh, you know, not a Funko Pop. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I've made um, my agent uh, toxin from like Agent Venom, agent you know agents that we had at MegaCon last year. Mm-hmm. I made that out of foam. Uh, I'm blanking right now. You did Agent of... Venom for a smaller Agent con. Venom years ago. Yeah. Agent Venom as well. What's the what's the time like? How much time <clears throat> Dude, does it, it take for like <laughs> each suit? Does it? You guys don't. You, you guys. I'm clearly you guys are not going to be like timing yourself. Like okay, I'm clocking in now. I'm clocking out later. Dude, I, but, I, I so if you guys remember a couple of years back, I did a. Uh, Falcon from mm-hmm. uh, from MCU. Yeah, his costume I was making for MegaCon that year. I forgot what year it was. I think it's 2019 or 18, something like that. Mm-hmm. Right, I made his costume in because I want. I, I did this thing called Con Crunch. Never do that. Con crunching is horrible. Where you make a con. The, make a you mean like costume. everybody does all the right. time? Right, make a costume like yeah, a few days, a few nights the before time. the convention happens. It's the worst. You said a night. <laughs> yeah, I literally stopped working on it the morning of the convention. Um, yeah, it was horrible. So that, that took me a probably because Megacon was up in May that year or something like that. So from January to like the night before the convention is when I worked on it, day Jesus and night. Christ. It takes a while, and it's like very little detailing. Foam is really tedious to work with, so I wanted to get it look just just right. So I used foam and like poster board, threw it together, made what I did. So it take it depends on the costume, depends on what you use. It came use. out looking nice though. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you. It depends, yeah. on, it depends on a lot of things. It depends on a lot of things. Really. Do you ever? Do you guys ever get like, um, like uh, contrarians who, who come up to you, but like, well, this is not a, this is not canon, or this is not. That's a, never happened to me before. But I do have a funny story, which is really horrible. But you want to go first, or? Uh, th- yeah, say? I'll go ahead and say real quick. No, mostly because <laughs> of the fact that a lot of the characters that I do are just original takes on different franchises, okay. like. Uh, I did a Smash Bros. cosplay, but it was the Mii Brawler. So nobody can sit there and be like, oh, well, it's not accurate. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it's, it's my character from a video game. Right. Like, it's literally just designed off of well, that I, build. I don't think a lot of people are going to say it to you guys because you guys are a bunch of guys. So they're not going to walk up to you That's and true. say it. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I like, 
a lot of women do get like a lot of guys who come up to them and say like, "Well, this is not a you know story you're, accurate or something." Yeah. Like that. You're which, probably not even really a fan. Yeah, like, yeah, name I, me five games from that franchise. I really want to like have a class and just teach women how to like just like throw punch somebody, <laughs> just like a real quick one. Yeah, like oh, because that's all it that's all it takes. But I digress. Tell us your funny, yeah, tragic so story. <laughs> back in like uh, 2016, 2017, something like that, I had a Red Hood cosplay. Mm. And I went to this convention with a friend of mine. She did Harley Quinn. It, the convention was uh, Comic-Con Revolution, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. It's a really small convention here in Fort Lauderdale. And I did Red Hood, like I said. And um, I was walking around with the helmet on, the, ja- the leather jacket, the armor on, walking around, getting stopped for pictures left and right. I was about to take a break. I, took, I had the helmet on. I sat down. Group of guys came up to me. I'd say they're like maybe late teens, you know, like mm-hmm. 18, 19 around there. Hey, can we get a picture with you? Yeah, sure, of course. I took my helmet off for a second. I was sweating. I mm-hmm. took it off for a second to like wipe my face. They saw I'm not Jason yeah. Todd. And like, oh, well, never mind. We'll be back later. And they left. Wow. No. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was no funny in that, man. I mean, I laughed at it. <laughs> it was horrible, but it was like, anger. that's just, yeah, like literally, anger. like that's stupid, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't die and come back to life. I'm not Jason Todd. Like, I'm just a cosplayer, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the problem? But that's what happened, yeah. That's the only, like, issue I've ever had in cosplay that I can think of right now. Well, that's not really a contrarian. That's just someone being racist. Yeah, that's yeah. Just <laughs> being racist. True. That's the only problem issue that I had, you know? That's it's crazy, cool that, uh, that that's the only, not that the situation was cool, but I'm just saying that's the only time that you ever ran across yeah, that yeah. kind of thing because, you know, at least, you, like, at least to my face, you, you know, shit happens all the time, yeah. but it's like, but if you think about it, it's like, it happens, it happened to that person once, it happened to that person mm-hmm. once, and it happens individually, mm-hmm. it happened to you like once or twice, but collectively it's like, it's a fucking lot. And, you know, don't like to talk about it because that shit is like, it's really fucking heartbreaking to see that damn was like you even races here like yeah. god damn like aren't you so accepting of everywhere yeah. i've always 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 wanted to do a podcast episode <clears throat> about the dark side of conventions oh, the, 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 the things that people <laughs> don't want to talk about um and i've asked people to to come on and they they always hesitate they're like nah yeah. nah and but i'm like off the mic <clears throat> you know what fuck it i don't mind burning bridges i'm not famous <laughs> or anybody yeah, important anyway a lot yeah. so it's a, it's the, a line, one of the bigger problems that i could think of is the competitive scene mm. because all right so you have people that can compete there's a lot of uh sometimes politics that are involved in the decisions that are made or how they're handled mm-hmm. and unfortunately i feel like it's great to spotlight how hard you worked on something. It's really great to be able to be recognized for your craft mm-hmm. and for your vision. But the issue that usually comes with it is people tend to get very competitive and they end up putting down one another. Or you have, again, like the people that are contrarians, like, oh, well, this isn't super <coughs> accurate. Yeah. yeah. Or even just have this very mean girls kind of mentality oh, yeah. when it comes to that scene. Definitely. It just gets really cut like clickish and shit yeah, like that too. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna go ahead and say any names, but there's definitely I've, I've witnessed it firsthand. Sometimes, no, I can go that far. <laughs> just just censor, just censor them. <laughs> just censor them. <laughs> no, but, but I'm talking about even deeper than that. I'm talking about like I don't know if you guys seen that Instagram page, the cosplay black book. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, oh yeah. There's God, a lot. Dude. There's a lot. Who's that? It's, it's calling so out like pedo- the, like predators. This anonymous person yeah. is like putting people on blast yeah. that have been caught sexually harassing, with sexually evidence. assaulting, with evidence, with evidence yeah, and everything. Evidence. Like stories, uh, people's. There's too many. It's, I can't. it's so creepy. And like um, even Jay, uh, snarky Jay, she was mm-hmm. telling me how um, 
you know, when she was moving up the ranks, and now she's, you know, a big cosplayer, but when she was moving up, she would have her table, and she just <clears throat> noticed dads coming to the table. Not, it was like dads with their kids, but it was mm. the dad that wanted the autograph, and then mm. she would take pictures with these guys, and, like, well, there was one dude in particular that was, like, smelling her hair as they were taking the picture. Shit like that. I'm talking about, like, and also the racism. There's a lot of racism, too. There was, there was one dude who we met he was following us on instagram but on his page man he was posting the most racist shit which to me didn't make any sense because he loved cosplaying anime characters and he loved being friends with all these cosplayers i of think color. i know who you're talking about and too. then he got arrested because he said child yeah like he, he was uh, uh, under pedophilia yeah he yeah. was i know he, you're talking he was messing about. around yeah. with another i know you're talking girl. about yeah, i know yeah, you're yeah. talking about yep 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 Dude, I'm, yep. I'm telling you, yep. I want to do it so bad, yep. but nobody wants to to I, you see, I, I be was, part of it. I'm down, but you see, it's like I'm on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. See, yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak on that. Not because I w- wouldn't want to, just mm. because I, I've not seen it firsthand. Mm. But I know it's there. It it absolutely, it is. It's there. Yeah, unfortunately, prevalent. It unfortunately, it's so horrible. And like, you know, it's bad when every <clears throat> convention now has banners around the entire building saying cosplay is not consent. Yes, yeah. yes. The yeah. fact that they have to put that out that's there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm really saying. Really bad. Like, it should have been common sense, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I, I think it's also you have a lot of males in particular. Not to say that females are are innocent, but males in particular who don't have social skills, grew up uh, not developing those social skills, and now they're in a giant convention where women are half naked, and they don't know how to act. Not knowing how to to use deodorant. Yeah, that's also a big thing. Uh, that's also a big thing. The only interaction is from uh, how guys treat women in animes and stuff like that. That they watch, yeah. So they movies, think that, oh, stuff maybe, like that. This is how you're supposed to. They treat. feel like that's the proper decorum. Yeah, exactly. these kind of like, social no, interactions. Homie, yeah. You don't just go over there and just rub on the woman's titties. That's mm-hmm. not how you do it. Why? Why do I even say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Because <laughs> it's not a whore thing. Uh-huh. It's uh, not a whore convention. Mm, that's true. Even if it is, even if it was a horror convention, you don't do that kind no. of shit. Cosplay you don't do no. that kind of stuff. You, you ask first. That's how you get your ass beaten. Man, get thrown out. I? Mm-hmm. Can I please? Right. <laughs> if she said no, like cool, just, just that's walk fine. away. Yeah, just get an autograph right here. Yeah, yeah. But I, another thing with, with going back to what you were saying about the the more competitiveness of cosplay, like I, I have seen people, and I think this is the reason why you brought up the whole clicks. Like, yeah. there are definitely clicks where it's like. Now we, this is our group of cosplayers, and we don't fuck with your group yeah. of cosplayers. Yeah. And but they want to act like, like they're no, friends. We're yeah. the most inclusive community, mm-hmm. and I exactly. think it says a lot when I go to like SuperCon, for example, and the cosplay alley is the most empty area in the entire convention. I think even the people that go to these conventions are also like, I don't know, I get this weird vibe every time I walk through that area. It's like yeah. everyone's so standoffish. Clickish, it's, the, man. it's like you it's start the to hear thing. like, it's like the Jets, bro. <clears throat> they start to do this kind of shit. And you're like, oh, man. They might pull out a razor <clears throat> and start dancing on you and shit. Yeah. It's like, God yeah. damn, it's real clickish. It becomes a Megacon story. Yeah. There have been times where like I'm hanging out with certain cosplayers and I'm like, oh, but you know so-and-so and so-and-so. And they're like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't fuck with them like that. And I'm like, but at the convention, we were all standing three feet from each other. Yeah. 
We were literally yeah, standing in a circle having a conversation. Right. Yeah, but nah, I don't, right. I don't fuck with them I like that. It. It's like, yeah, right. I synced it. Yeah. I just, I can't understand that. Like, I'm the kind of person where I like to be friends or like, at least polite and nice yeah. to everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not the kind of like go behind your back and say bad things about you. I hate doing that. Yeah. I don't want it done to me, you know? So, why can't everyone just literally just, we're in this one nerdy community doing the same thing? Just be nice to each other. It's, yeah. It and costs it's, nothing. It's just so ironic, too, because you have this, this cliquish behavior and this bullying. And these are the people that were bullied for the shit that they Bro, loved before. That, that like, that to me doesn't yeah. make any sense to it me. It does not. It does not. It's like when you try to add that up, it's like, so you were bullied. And the thing that you would is you start to bully other people. It says, it don't make no fucking sense because I've always been like, if I see something that happens to me, I'm like, oh, no, I I never want nobody to feel no. like that. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. So let me just, like, I'm not going to do that shit to anybody else. Right. I think it's also they were never, like, the popular kids, and now they're popular, and they don't know how to basically... Oh, shit. Nah. Same as, like, the... Power corrupts. Because, it goes to head, because you know. you, don't forget, like, when we were in high school, mm. being a geek was different from what being a geek now is. Being a geek now is cool. Yeah. yeah. Being a geek now, what, what's popular now is Marvel. What's yep. popular now is comic yep. books. What, right. pop, what is popular now is video games. Back then, <clears throat> when we were in high school, if you were caught reading a comic book, yeah. you were the loser. You now, could get jumped. those mm-hmm. kids are the popular ones now. Yeah. They're, they're, they got thousands of followers. They've, they're content creators. They got... Influencers. You know, all their, their influencers right. and everything. And it's like, no one taught them like... That's cool, but like, keep in mind when you're not on this device and you're in person, you gotta act a certain way. Exactly. You gotta carry yourself a certain way. They just decorum. Absolutely. That's the best word to put it. And no one, no I feel like, you know what? I think we should create an agency where (laughs) we're kind of like, we're almost like managers, but Mm -hmm. we're also trainers too. Like, yeah. As long as I can hold a ruler <clears throat> and just slap people in the hand, they do yeah. it. that's like, your only job. That's all you do. Like, nope, you don't do it. <laughs> that's all I want to like, do. Like we're 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 gonna be their publicists. We're yeah. gonna tell them like mm-hmm. we're their PR manager. Yeah. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, we're gonna be at this convention. I need you to fucking be nice. When people say hi, say hi back. If not in real life, hands. as a skit, it'll be fucking hilarious. Because I'm thinking about, like, just having scenarios. So this is a woman right here. She's dressed like a, a schoolgirl. Now, what's the first thing that you want to say to her? No, not that, <laughs> not that, not that. You don't say that. I know you were thinking, and you're not going to think that. Now you go out for the hand, handshake, handshake. Not firm, not firm. Light one. There you go. There we go. Oh, I would love that skit. Just to go around just slapping people. You're going to take a picture. Where do you place your hand? Where Not you, there. <laughs> right? Not there. Yeah. Oh, I gotta have like that German that <laughs> Oh man, I love that. I, I fucking love that. But when you said the whole thing about like uh nerds who who never had like uh social skill, it made me think of like the people who were getting like caught for like that whole like the me too thing. Like, uh, I think that Weinstein was a nerd, right? And then he started making movies and started to, like, be around, like, all the, the glitterati and shit like that, all the the celebrity kind of the... And that all is these, a great word, glitterati. I've, glitterati. That is, glitterati. Yeah. That is awesome. I've never nah, heard that. bro. That is awesome. Glamour and pop bronze. Yeah. So the, that's amazing. The glitterati, <laughs> the glitterati and shit Add that to the dictionary. Let's go. <laughs> Add that to the dictionary. But what you call it, so I think that... Uh, now, since he sees that, oh, yo, I'm surrounded by, like, beautiful women who I, want, who I wasn't surrounded by in high school and college, mm-hmm. and now they can do, I can, they're at my beck and call, I'm just going to treat them like shit, and I'm just going to exploit them for everything that, they, that they're worth. I think that's the problem with, like, with everybody who's, like, like a, a nerd in the past, and they never got a chance to 
to what you call to like you know hang around the opposite sex and yeah they're gonna they're gonna say some neat mean shit to you but yo out of a hundred women who who said like mean shit to you there's gonna be like two thousand women who's just gonna say like something great and the great thing could just be like leave me alone Compared to get the fuck out of here, you know what? I, I, and even then, I think you're giving you're giving them too much of the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. because I've been a hermit most of my life. Mm-hmm. I still know the proper way to act around another human being. True, true. So that, that I, I can't even really even excuse that. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just I don't even know what to call that. It's foolishness. That's what was it. They don't know how to react. Everybody needs therapy or some kind of etiquette training or something. Yeah. I don't know. Some some type of pill. Something. I need some the government to make a fucking pill that just like cools people. Don't out. Like, hey man, don't don't give my ideas. Stop don't stop perving ideas. out a little bit, man. Oh, no. Just like oh no, you're perving <laughs> out right now. <laughs> Put that chip in your brain that is just somebody. Hey, stop like that. Uh, <laughs> the Michael Jordan commercial. Hey, cut that out. Get stop. oh no, get hey, help. Stop, stop that. Stop that. Get some get help. some help. <laughs> yeah, they need that shit. Just go, okay. <laughs> let me just stop. Let me not be this kind of stuff because. What's the percentage? Uh, 98% of serial killers are male. Whoa. Fact check. How many fact check? You, you can fact up. check it all you want. Google I think that. I'm Hold up up. there. Hold on. Uh, uh, you're up uh, there. Uh, Wait, uh, what do you mean you're up there? Hold on. What do you mean you're up there? I think it's up there. Hold on. I think it's up there. No, it's, it's, it's high. It is high. It is very it is high. high. Yeah. And all those, every time you, you see their fucking backstory, you seem like they all have the same MO. It's like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, oh, you were a nerd. You were into this. They were quiet kids. They were reserved, kept to themselves. They were nerdy in some way. And and the person, like, me being, like, I wouldn't say I'm a nerd. I'm saying I'm more of a geek because I'm not smart like these nerds. I'm not not a rocket surgeon, you know what I'm saying? So A what? A rocket surgeon. (laughs) Rocket surgery. Add that to the chair as well. It's a thing. And it's like, man, you're giving me a fucking bad name by you over here killing all these women. You're giving me a bad name because... Some of these comic books that you're into, you know, I think that those characters are pretty fucking cool. See, I want to say this this went to a really weird place, but then it's kind of just goes right back into the whole horror thing. So, yeah, everything goes. I got a quick question. You said that you're not a nerd; you're more of a geek. Yeah. What's the difference for you? What's the difference? Please define Uh, that. Yeah, that's what I I think. A nerd is somebody who is like they they're intellectual. Like they know about like uh, they. Like the more academic, you'd say they know about like yeah academic kind of shit. But I I would say a geek is like somebody who's into like I'm into pop culture. Okay, I know I know an extensive amount of like pop culture things. So you're saying it's like levels? Yeah. No, not not levels. Two different two different branches. It's a Venn diagram. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's two fucking circles. Okay. And sometimes they blend in together. All right, well, but then if you have, and if, if, if these two circles are not actually pan, a stack of pancakes, mm. then what would be in the middle? That's what we so yeah, have. What's in the center? You have geek and nerd. What's, what's in the that chewy is, center? Uh, center? What we call set. that is a, a dork. That's a good. <laughs> no, we, we nah, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe a dork. What was a dork? <laughs> or or a maybe dork the is... two circles are not nerd and geek. It's nerd and then like whatever the topic is. But if they geek out about that topic, then they're the geek. Because there's because I think there's a difference between knowing the subject and geeking out about the subject, yeah. right? There's a difference between oh, I know what that button does in that spaceship on <clears throat> that one episode of Star Trek, mm. and then dressing up as a character at the movie premiere. Yeah, 
I think that once you reach that, then... But I do believe that you can't be that person who knows what that button does and not be that person who doesn't dress up. Yeah, I believe that, too. I think you can. Yeah, it's possible. I think you can. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think they dress up. Maybe not dress up all the way. Maybe in secret? But they're doing something. In their basement? Maybe they're... Why it's got to be a basement? They got Star Trek underwear. They got Star Trek underwear on or like Star Trek socks. They're dressing up in some way. They got some kind of memorabilia. Yeah, they got some type of memorabilia. Okay, that's fair. It's like, no, you're there, man. You're there. You just don't know it yet. Okay. Fair. They just don't want to show it because they still think that they're not... They're going to be judged for it. Yeah, they're going to be judged for it. <laughs> Which, I, maybe that's the thing. Maybe the fact that uh, a geek is somebody who doesn't care what other people think about them geeking out on something. Because sometimes, not not trying to, like, uh, like kink shame nobody, but sometimes I'll be going to these cons and I see people do stuff and I'm like, man, why are you doing this out in public, more? Why are you doing this? And it's like, Jesus Christ, bro. I feel like... You're targeting this towards a specific kind That's of what cosplayer, I feel like too, yeah. a kind of fluffy oh. type of cosplayer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking of cosplayers. I wasn't even thinking about cosplayers. I was thinking about people. To be honest, I'm gonna say it right now, people who are like uh, into like like anime. I like anime, but I'm like, damn. When I see them out in public, I'm like, man, maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe. Wait a minute, you don't have a waifu pillow? I feel like there's levels to that. There's like different levels to being an anime who fan. Are like, I think the level is like, okay, there's people who like anime, like I watch it and stuff like right. that. And then it starts to get weird when it's like, I'm willing to sit on the floor at a convention. I, the, the, when I, on, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> at a convention, you're willing to just sit on the floor anywhere? Okay. <clears throat> then it's the waifu pillow. And then it's to, oh, I also like doing like, uh, uh, what's it, like uh, dances from Blackpink. I think that I like to do that in public. And I don't care what anybody says. It's like you start to get into the atmosphere of like, then T- I start to TikTok dances. Yes, TikTok dances and all that other kind of stuff. And it's like, whoa, I'm all the way, I'm all the way on Earth, and you're fucking. You're like entry in level. The stratosphere. Yeah, you're, you're, you're satellite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I, I it's like I can't even fathom that that deep. But it's like it's for a scary me, spot. it's the people that will attend a Q and A. For an, an actor that was on that one series or that one movie that they loved, and they'll ask a question, not realizing like, "Yo, you know, he's just an actor. Like, he yeah. doesn't know the subject that you do." Even man. the movie, and they'll true. ask the most detailed question, <laughs> yeah. and the actor sitting there like having to improvise an answer, like, "I was just paid to read these lines. I don't know." <laughs> yeah. That to me right. is the nerd. That to yeah. me okay. is like okay. they they can't separate, you know, because when I attend the Q and A. I do the opposite, where I'm going to ask you a normal-ass fucking question. I'm going to say, like, yo, what's your favorite food? Right. You know? Like, if you, an and, then you I, and then I get ridiculed yeah. by those nerds. Was one time that happened we to me to one you time. You wasted their time yeah. with that <laughs> question. Yeah. One time we went to Spooky Empire, okay. and the actors from What We Do in the Shadows were there. So we intended the movie. From the movie. No, I know. I, I saw that video. Jump. That was yeah. uh, you, you guys got some dope footage from that. Yeah. That was actually pretty cool. And we went to the Q&A. I was the one fucking person in that whole fucking crowd that didn't realize, like, oh, these guys are going to do a Q&A in character. Like, it was yeah. literally the reverse okay. situation. Hold up before you do nah, it. Don't worry about it. We'll keep going because okay. we're already at the end. Um, right. I went up to ask a question, and I asked, like, yo, what did you guys do to get into character or, like, to build up those accents and stay like that? 
and I got so fucking ridiculed by the actors because they were just like, what do you mean? Like, we're not characters. This is us type of thing. I was not in on the joke, and I was just like, oh, shit. And then the, they were basically bashing the shit out of me, and the dude that um, looks like Nosferatu on the, in the movie and in the show... Like, he's, like, the skinny one that never talks. Yeah. And I think yeah. he even dies. I think they yeah, accidentally yeah. open... Or, no, I don't know. But yeah, um, he dies because somebody goes in the basement. <clears throat> they let because, somebody yeah, in. Yeah. The, yeah. The, one, the one new guy was going around talking about how he's a vampire, so a vampire yeah. hunter ends up showing up. Yeah. And, yeah. He was literally calling me idiot in front of everybody, and I was just like... I guess I'm not the fucking nerd yeah. in the fucking <laughs> in this whole crowd. And I literally just walked away with my face all fucking red. Yeah. And all the nerds are looking at me like, who the fuck let or this maybe idiot? to them, you were the nerd. I was the you nerd. You were the nerd. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it was. Nerd. That's what it was. Hey, but you know what? At least you gave them a super memorable question. Hopefully they forgot not. about it. Like, I, who, I think they forgot uh, about it. Fuck that. Hopefully. That shit was, yeah. So, I mean, we're... we're we should have a podcast that's just trying to define what a geek and a nerd is, because that would be pretty fun. And to do one that's about, like, uh, the dark the underbelly dark side. of uh, fucking cos- cosplaying and just cons Community in general. in general, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And there's even sub, sub-levels. Like, you could be a, a geek for video games. You could yeah. be a geek for just Protect. Star Wars stuff. You yeah. could be a geek for mm-hmm. just comic book stuff. Yeah. There's, you know... Maybe true. a geek is more of a... Is more of a verb than an actual noun, because you're Damn. just geeking out about something. That was deep, Pat. And it, it wasn't supposed to be, you know. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be, but that's going on a shirt. Because maybe you could just like geek out about. Because do I you guys see, like, see a difference between nerd and geek? I Absolutely. do. Like the way I think about it is like like I asked earlier. I think a geek is more in, like academic, intellectual. Yeah. Where a nerd is like pop media or you know. Oh, you think it's the opposite? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm maybe because uh, I'm going off of like just pop culture in general and how they, when people say you're a geek, <laughs> it's usually not the person who looks like a nerd. You know what I mean? Because uh, going off of like Revenge of the Nerds and stuff like that, it's like this per- these people are intellectually, like they were a Poindexter, which I've the never. The pocket protector? Yeah, the pocket protector <laughs> and all the other kind of shit. They, they have that whole thing, and, mm-hmm. you know, they could just do math off of their fucking just like, oh, this is the square root of the, all that bullshit. Just right off the dome yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And a geek is usually somebody who is like, oh, yeah, I'm into Star Wars, and oh, yeah, I'm into this, and I'm into that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And when they call them a geek, it's like, <laughs> they're all outcasts, by the way. They're all outcasts. Mm-hmm. You're not part of the popular culture, uh, the pop kids, and all that other kind of shit. You're just like on the fringe, but it's still like, it's like they're they're orbiting around what's what's the cool culture, but sometimes they blend in together, and it's like it's seamless. Like it's oh, it's fucking seamless. So but I have a question: the characters from Big Bang Theory are those nerds or geeks? Those are fucking <clears throat> ooh. Actually, I think that's their blend. That's yeah, the blend. They're together. They really are yeah, together. Yeah, because yeah, they can I've only seen like they're one nerds. or two episodes. They're super nerds. <laughs> they're nerds because they're really technical. They're really technical. But they know about a lot about. I'd say geek they're stuff. both. Honestly, I'd say they're both. They're good mixture. Now, of what about the guys from Silicon Valley, though? Have you ever seen that show? No, Those are nerds. Those are nerds, but they're also geeks too. <clears throat> Inside their house, they have like geeky shit. And this is why this could be its own podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, that's because true. Um, remember that there was that one episode of Silicon Valley where they were talking about um, 
the guy said that he said, "Well, he said the only way that you're gonna get a positive reaction from all these people in here is if you if you was to jack everybody else's if you was to jack everyone's dick uh, in here." And they made a math equation of how you could possibly do it and get everything <laughs> done fast. And I remember, not Jack and Dicks, yeah. like just to be able to get everybody's like get everybody's, Yeah, not get every, no, no, like the Jack yeah. Dicks. How, yeah. And uh, they, what you call it? They, I forgot what school they went to. Like the producers went to mm-hmm. uh, an actual school to see that <laughs> could this be possible, and how much time will it take to do all this? And the school actually did the math. And they put it on the episode and they said that you'll have to get four people and then you have to do it like this. <laughs> and I was like, no fucking way. And it was like, it was the smartest and that e- joke. They that did. equation ended yeah. up creating their app, which turned them into billionaires. Yes. It became Bro, the it algorithm. Was like, it was so fucking, it was like, it was the smartest joke we've ever told. Like all the writers were like, this is the smartest joke we've ever fucking told in our life because it's actual, like, it's factual. If you like, guys have a chance, happen. watch that show. Yeah. It I is can imagine being in the writer's room that day, like, guys, I have an idea <laughs> for a script. <laughs> Hear me out. All right. Hear me out. It's one of come up with a mathematical equation for Jack and Dick. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, how many dicks do you do, and how long will it take I you had to a do dream. This? Listen to my dream real quick. <laughs> it just came to me. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, it's fucking, it's fucking hilarious. It became but, the algorithm of how can you compress files yeah. without... Like lossless, yes. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like one of those <clears throat> things. Like man, this this whole thing is like it's a joke that builds upon a joke, yeah. and then it actually gets to the fucking point. It's like oh my god, until it reaches its climax. Yeah, nice. Go on, look <laughs> at that. Did there. Look at that. Good job. So let me play us out. With Are we something. gonna name this episode "Horror Buffs"? Yes, please do. But it's gonna be like "Horror" in parentheses, right? But then the "W" please be on the outside. Yes. So there's gonna be like "Horror Buffs." I like it. Amazing. And we all here for the hunt, yeah. Too, which is I love it. I love it all. I love it all. This is an inside joke all by itself. I love it. Uh, damn, I totally forgot what song. You understand was now? I have a joke for you that's gonna live forever. Oh, I actually really don't mind. I'm just playing into it for the camera. Mm-hmm. This is Anthony. He's a horror buff. Uh, <laughs> he's really into horror. 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 As a horror. Damn. What's your favorite horror? Rare movie. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I was gonna say Cindy's my favorite horror. You know Cindy too? Yeah. Nice. What was your? You're not gonna say. <laughs> He's not gonna answer. <laughs> You're <laughs> staring at us. <laughs> I don't know an answer for that. Not, I can't even think of one like comedically to go with. Horror movie? No. <clears throat> not even Amityville horror. Or nothing. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite? Horror movie that comes from an actual like an actual movie that they turned into a horror movie. I don't know. Damn. I don't know. All right then. <laughs> That's why I, I'm, I'm honestly no fun with this joke. You couldn't say like American Pied. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not horror. You said like it's a horror, a horror like a, a horror from horror. Parody. Turn it's into a parody. Yeah. Like a parody, parody. Movie. like yeah. American Pied. Uh, I'm trying to think of another name. That's funny. Uh, I think I think like the closest thing would be scary movie. Pearl necklace. Oh the movie my god. Pearl. Oh my god. Necklace on the bottom. Uh, XXX, but it's. I mean that that was pretty much a porn already to begin with. That shit writes itself. It does. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, that was already a horror movie. Mm. Chainsawed ass in her. 
No, that what? doesn't work. What? I was going to say Chainsaw Massacre. Sentence. No, that's too much. What is another one that you could possibly <laughs> Instead do? of it, would be tit. Yeah. There you go. You see? Hey, you get it. You're playing along, man. <laughs> Come it's, on. Not, it's not hard to do, bro. It's, it's fairly easy. <laughs> E.T. T.T. Titties. T.T. Phone Home. You get the correlation? I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. What's another sci-fi movie? Jurassic Pork. What's hey, there you go. Of the third kind. There you go. Probe encounter of the butt kind. Butt kind. Thank you. Gotcha. Thank you. Gotcha. 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 Thank you. Gotcha. <laughs> They're there, man. They're there. <laughs> you just gotta. Get, you just gotta find them. Oh my god. Just gotta find them. Okay, let me. Uh... So that's been our episode, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. I've been Pat. This is Kev. I'm GC. And Anthony. And also, where can people find you? <clears throat> and follow you and like so, you and comment <laughs> on you. TikTok, uh, Instagram are my two big things. And Twitter also. I am uh, Christopher underscore. That's me. You can find me there. And yeah. Ready Comics Roll on everything. TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Any kind of social media you'll probably find me on. High Five, Foursquare, yeah. Tumblr. All right, and what is uh, nah? That's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Yo, uh, we've been us, and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace. Can I unplug it?